Welcome back to Get On The Line. <laughs> Cut me off. Welcome back. We take a nice little hiatus, which is always good to just take time, get away, make new content, think of new ideas. And what, what have you done over this break? Same thing. Just grinding every day, working, creating new stuff. But you know, the way, hey, the way it is out there is how, you know, con content creates itself a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just got to wait for it to pop up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you know, like, oh, let me take notes on that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was bad, but good idea. Good idea. Good idea. Use, use that on show too. <laughs> no, so we are back and we're just going to have fun with it. I'm trying to break Reginald out of robot mode. Why she, you know what? That's a shame. She always dogging me for whatever reason. You know I'm what not mean? dogging you. We're just trying to, you know, like loosen up a little bit. Shake hey. it up. Shake it hey. up. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so we hope all of you guys are doing well. Yes. And you're still staying safe still because we are still in a pandemic, although it is getting back to like a weird normal, like new normal, whatever that is. Well, you got that new that new variant out there. So, you know, you, you don't know which way that's going to go. No. So just be ready for anything. Do what oh, you have to do. and I'm still drinking my Dunkin' coffee. A whole ad. If mm. Dunkin' doesn't support you at some point in a lifetime, you've been robbed. You, you're right. You're right. Hey, once they start supporting me, I won't, I won't back pay for the last 15, 20 years. I've been doing this for years. Huh? I've been doing this for years. I've been doing this for years. He's like, till this day. <laughs> till this day. Hey, I mean, hey, I'm like, go through all my, my social media posts. You see. Honestly. You've done so much. All right, so I want to start out with something different, something fun. So we got okay. roses and thorns, cause you know, do what? roses and thorns. Okay. Cause it's just really fun, and I love being able to incorporate stuff I learned in therapy and just like in school. Oh. Okay. So roses and thorns is you got to show like a rose is like something that you're like really appreciative of. And you're like, this is great. Like this is going good. And a thorn is just that thing in your side that you're like, dang, I need to work on this humanizes people, you know, like we're not perfect. Mm -hmm. And social media and everything else makes it seem like we all like our lives are good. So what is a rose that you have you want to share today? Now you said rose. Explain to me what you want. What, what the rose is supposed to be? Something good, Dad. Positivity. Something that you're proud of. <laughs> um. You know what? You know, I always had the tendency to say I'm just proud of just hell, just being able to get up every day and just trying to new stuff. I try to do. You know what I mean? There's a lot of different things. Um, just open up a on online fashion store um what else um you know I'm really i'm just i'm just happy to be able to get up every day and just be able to try different things and just honestly and not have the fear of failure you know what i mean okay. not have the fear of failure you say you know what i'm gonna try it i'm gonna go for it if it works out fine if not you know it's okay it's okay oh just publish two 
books on Amazon, two uh, kids' books, a pre-K handwriting book where they can trace letters and numbers, and then one with just blank pages where they can just practice writing. So I just published those on Amazon. So yeah, so that's that's a, those are just a couple of roses right there. Okay. I would have to say my roses right now is the fact that I'm like forcing, like forcing myself to do something different every day, mm. which is weird for me. I've mm -hmm. learned that I am extremely avoidant for no reason. Mm, <laughs> like, no, I can't oh, tell you. Oh, really? Dad, let's drop it. Okay, drop it. This is a self-awareness moment for me, not you, okay. me. <laughs> but no, like, I'm gonna, obviously, we've always known I have avoidant personality, whatever. But I should not be sitting in a backyard Mm -hmm. wanting to be like, I want to do a cartwheel. But then I'm like, I'm not going to do it because like, why, why did I want to do the cartwheel? What's stopping me from doing the cartwheel in the backyard? <laughs> like, it's really weird stuff that I right, be in right. my head about. And I'm like, uh -huh. why Why is this so hard? So right. Right now, I'm just trying to like force myself to do something different every day. I that like, that. like makes me be like, why am I not doing that? And that? I think that's a rose for me that I have accomplished seven days of consistency. Yeah, uh, I, I like that. That's different. Yeah. Yeah, like it's the weirdest things. Like the other day, I drove to gain. Um, is it? What is it? Is it games? Dave and Buster's. Okay. And just played by myself, and it was like so fun. And I was like, "Why have I stopped myself <laughs> from these types of things or moments?" Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've been doing. But you, know what, see, just, just, you know, so many people do that because they, especially people my age, you know, because they're thinking, oh, that's that's for young people. But I could I could go to a game room or Dave and Buster's by myself and I could play all day long and, and have a good time. Yeah, it was really fun. And now I'm old enough to like drink, eat and stuff. So I like ate, had like a drink and then I went and played and I was like, wow. Like this is great. Like, like what? Like, hey, like what you been missing out on, right? <laughs> I was like, I need to do this more often. <laughs> but that was so fun. So that's something I want to do. So, yeah. what would you say your thorn is? Like something that you're just like, you know what? I need help in this area. This is just an area that I'm like, Ugh. <sighs> damn. You know what? <laughs> the dang online store, that too. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's a rose and a thorn. Because you know how getting something like that started, um to to promote it, to to all those there's some there's almost there's a lot that goes into it. Uh so it, it's it's a rose and a thorn. Uh it's something that you know I'm learning how to do every day. Um, so yeah, I would say that that's a thorn too right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, branching off of that <laughs> thorn branching anyways, branching off of what you <laughs> said, <laughs> um, I think it's interesting how a lot of these things today would have been easier without social media, but now that mm. we have social media, it's a lot harder because you can reach harder. so many people, but your consistency, your brand, all of that really matters. Yes, yes. Matters well, back, so back in the day, you know, you launched a little fashion store, 
Mm-hmm. You can just go out to your neighborhood. Exactly. Everybody exactly. will buy your stuff and then it just kind of spreads and yeah. yeah. And you and because it's more um populated, mm-hmm. it's harder. Yes. Whereas before social media, like your neighborhood could give you your income. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> there is no like competition that's right there in your face every day. Right, but right, exactly. It's crazy. It's crazy. But no, yeah. obviously, you know, I'm I'm really good at that stuff. I just don't like doing it myself. <laughs> If you need a plan, I got you. But you know what? I do need a plan with that. But if you got a plan for me to help me with that, definitely. Okay. I'm serious. You you got a plan. That's my thing. That's my cup of tea. No, I I know. I know it is. You know, I know it is. Shoot. I love it. I just, it's hard for me to do it myself because I want to do so much. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So my thorn, my thorn right now, I guess i'm on the same train as you with my rose being my thorn is the fact that i'm so avoided <laughs> <laughs> like it's really shocking to me how uh-huh. much i keep myself from living life with no like for no reason i mean some right. stuff, psychologically i know it's a reason i'm like it's just deeper down there and i don't want to touch right, it right. and there's stuff where i'm like why are you like this so mm-hmm. I would say both both of them are roses and thorns. Right. And I feel like that's just life, you know, like it's a reflection. Like we mirror in so many different ways how we yep. feel. And yep. our roses and thorns are mirroring. <laughs> that's true. Literally all, like where we're at right now. So I love mm-hmm. stuff like that. How'd you like roses and thorns? I like it. I like it. It's a little, like it. little, little self-reflection time. Are you gonna steal it from me? He likes to steal everything. So you you know. Let me write that down. Hey, let me hey, let me write that down. Next, next LinkedIn post, Roses and Thorns by Reggie. Wait, Tab. Tab. I know. I know. <laughs> <The> audacity. <laughs> Need a trademark. <laughs> but, um, no, um, something that I really want to start incorporating is just fun little things that you can do because I know this is a sports mental health vibe and if you're a coach listening to this you might be like oh i'm gonna take that use with my team like just a quick check-in you know and i feel like we should just give like little tidbits and tads like take it that's what it's here for i like that i like that because at the end of the day you know you 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 get so caught up when you're a player or coach you get so caught up in that aspect that you forget about you, okay, there's another side of life over here that you need to enjoy and be figuring exactly. out and having fun with you know it's so fun because it's such a humanizing thing so next yeah. time you got it I, I know you got a toolbox over there don't be doing nothing extra you seen how quick and easy mine was it was just right to don't be doing nothing extra all right okay okay, okay. quick with it all right <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into it yep 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 so excited. All right. So the first thing we want to talk about, because there's so much going on right now and we've got to catch up. We got to catch up. <laughs> so first of all, shout out to Tampa because, you know, champions right now. We got we got another another win with our hockey team. And wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, you, you said it wrong. It's not Tampa Bay. It's Champa Bay. I can't stand you. <laughs> I hate Champa Bay. But yeah, shout out to the Lightning for killing it again. Honestly, it's crazy because I think 
I read that Tampa is one of the best cities in Florida. Like it passed Miami, which mm. to me says a lot. Cause like when you think Miami, you just think partying where Tampa is not a partying city, but it's you can find that energy. Like there's a it's lot of things to do. Fun. You, you it's have, like different cultures. Yeah. I love Tampa. <laughs> but you know, the thing about it though, is, is you, let's, let's say you look at last year, obviously you, you had the, the Bucks. Won a championship. Lightning. Braves was in the finals. Yeah. And the Heat was in the finals last year. That's crazy to me. That is so crazy to me. Like, it really was a crazy year. Yeah. For Florida in general, I think Florida sports are, like, weirdly taking a turn. But Tampa, it's because of Tampa, obviously. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, just wanted to put that out there. But uh, let's dive into the Olympics. Okay. Okay. Where, where would you like to start? I'm gonna tell you this, you know, because right now, you know, everybody's talking about the dream team. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we lost the first two exhibition games, then we came back and then and we uh, won. Um, but you know, here's my take on it. I, I still think that we have the best players in the world. Ain't no question about it. But international teams are getting better and better. Their fundamentals are better and better. That's um, it. I'm gonna pause you fundamentally sound yes we have great athletes great players great skill sets but the fundamental game is gone and you know that was who i was i'm a very fundamentally sound player so i'm yep. pretty upset yep. that we're losing that fundamental sound because if we actually had that foundation we would be disgustingly good yeah and you, and you know what i think i think a lot of it i'm, I'm not knocking aau when i say that i think aau is great i think it, it gives it gives a lot of young players, a lot of opportunities to be seen and things like that. But over in Europe, they don't have AEA. It's just working on their games and fundamentals in their clubs. Um, you know, so um, I just hope that with the younger players and the AAU organizations that they continue to grow in terms of developing the fundamentals, you know, of the game with these young players and not just play basketball all the time. You know, it's just games, games, games all the time. You know, I would like to see us cut back on the games and then just have more just camps, just have fundamental camps, you know. Yeah, I mean, what the only educational thing and dad, you know, this video just as much as I do the slam jam. Thank you, ma'am. Don't bet on stuff like, you know, that video they play. Every, that is so useless. Yeah, they could have exchanged that time for something more lifeless like anything anything at that point because we would go right. sit there and be like here we go again like me and their right. phones making jokes slam jam thank you man like we already knew it was coming right. so it could definitely grow on that do something about it but yeah. i agree i agree yeah and then but i think i mean i feel i mean i feel good about our dream team you know our olympic team i feel like you know when they get a chance to really come together play together more you know they'll they'll grow, but it's just it's just they don't have a lot of time to do it. And you know you got you got Booker and Milton that's still in the playoffs. You know they're they're two people that's on the team. So now when they get there, as great as those guys can be, they gotta they're gonna have to get you know mold and get gelled pretty quickly. Whereas the teams, the European teams, other teams, you know they've been at it practicing together for a while now, getting ready. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting. Oh, guess what else happened? The women's dream team lost last night. Yeah. To 
to the world's defense. I'm not going to say to our defense, America. Uh-huh. I'm going to say to the world's defense. We are still in a pandemic. We like the fact that we were able to crank out as many sports as we were able to this year. Yeah, yeah. Actually, and we're not, we're not, not hiccups either. Yeah, it's really impressive that we were able to even give that back <laughs> during such a weird time. Mm-hmm. So everybody that's been a part of the sports community and giving us still entertainment, giving kids still their opportunity to use that scholarship they worked hard for. Yep. You because that, that I mean it had to be stressful for coaches to know, like, dang, I can lose one of my like top five, like to two weeks protocols, and then they gotta get back in like they gotta get back in shape, gotta get back in the gym, gotta get that is mentally taxing. That's tough. So, losing right now. Think of the times. Don't be too hard. Right, right. <laughs> and I'm say this, get back into the COVID thing. You know, Bradley Beal and, and, and Kevin Love, you know, they're off the Olympic team now because they both, they under COVID protocols, so I assume they may have gotten it or something like that. Um, so that is going to be interesting. When everybody actually get to the Olympics and then a the player on a team, and not just to my, our team, on any team over there, gets COVID, what are you going to do? Are you going to have to just bring that whole team out of it? Or are you just are they going to just separate, pick the one player out? It's going to be interesting to see how this happens once uh, once they get older and players started, you know, hopefully they don't, but it's just bound to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've seen that the NCAA <laughs> during the tournament, they had put <laughs> – it's like they were all on house arrest. Did you see that? They had some things to keep up with who they were in contact with or whatever. Yeah, like a, like an ankle braces kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And I, th- I like in the moment, I was like, okay, that's smart. That's like, that'll work. So maybe I'm hoping the Olympics teams, like different teams does something like that. So it's right, like right. they know who to keep away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, whoo. Just imagine one person goes down. You don't know who they've been in contact with. You got to cancel the whole team. Just default. <laughs> yep, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how it goes. I mean, that's that's a tough, tough thing to pull off during this time, boy. Stressful environment, if you ask me. You want yeah. the athletes to be the best they can be, but they're battling more than just their opponent. It's like it's it's almost like how can you? It's almost like although I know they'll enjoy it, but you can't enjoy it to the fullest. You know what I mean? The Olympic experience because of the pandemic. You know what I mean? Look what four years ago five years now since we have to push it to another year anyways years ago when i found out i was gonna be in tokyo my main goal which makes me really sad because i really do have enough money saved to actually have gone to the olympics my main goal was to go I know. I was like it's going back into japan like japan like yes this is great i can see sports and i can be in japan i'm going lifetime bucket list whatever now i gotta wait like 20 years to see if it even gets back to japan <laughs> So it, it really sucks because <laughs> in my mind, I was like, I'm going to work my butt off. Like I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Right. COVID. Please stay safe though. Really? It's really? teaching us a lot of good things just as much as it's giving us some really harsh realities. Mm-hmm. It has grounded us in our lives because I know I appreciate a lot more and like I'm more in tune with my everyday self. Same here. I just want to with just just a lot. I mean, yeah, just like 
being alive and, and, and like I said before, being able to go out there and just say, you know what, I'm going to try this. What the hell? I'm going to try it. I'm going to go for it and, and just have fun with it. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. I mean, even with, oh, I have to, have to, have to bring What's it that? Uh-oh. Because this is the perfect time. <laughs> In the way, it just hit me so hard because, like, obviously, I've seen a lot of tweets about how everybody's comparing, like, this Olympic team, the men's team, to what we used to have consistently. And... I'm about to put it all and summarize it all up because I was even talking to mom about this, how like the generation drop off is so massive between, I don't know what happened, but it's like in every area you can see this huge drop off. Even when it comes to like actors and actresses, think about when you watched a show and you seen Jim Carrey, Jamie Foxx, like all these great people in one room, not in right. separate shows, one room that's a lot of talent in one room so i was just telling mom like when i think of like that and basketball and every other i'm like why do we have such a huge drop off of talent you know i don't know if that's making sense because when i like some of the shows like when i watch some of the 90s shows i'm like samuel jackson was in the same room as and this person was in the same room as because they're iconic and like me growing up like seeing samuel L. jackson i'm like dang like that's an iconic Jamie Foxx, Jim Carrey. Hey, how about this? And and it, in Living Color, uh, you know who the, one of the dancers were? They were just a dancer. They weren't in the show. Huh? What'd you say? I said Jay-Lo, I yeah, yeah. was in there, but who else? No, no, that's what I'm talking about. She was just a dancer. It's she was just a dancer. That's why I'm just saying, like, even in the sports team, people are like, just think about how you had LeBron, Kobe, Shaq, Dwayne Wade. Like, oh my gosh. Hey, buddy, you're frozen. I, yeah, I noticed that. Oh, you're back. <laughs> no, but yeah, we have so much talent. And speaking of LeBron, like having LeBron, Kobe, all of them on the same team, in that moment, I don't think we realized how special it was. But we never do in in the moment. Even like even the um, you know, the original dream team. You, you they appreciated more now than they were when it first happened. You know what I mean? You talking about? I mean, I mean, you talking about iconic players all on the same team with Jordan, Pippen, Barkley, Bird, Magic, Drexler. I mean, crazy. Because nobody gives me that, like, when you say those names, you just, everybody makes a nasty look on their face. You know, like, when you, like, I can't think of anybody's name now that makes me like, whew. Like, if I hear Larry Bird, I'm like, shh. Like, you know, there's just certain players, you pop a name and it's like, hold your horses. Like, like, dang, like, like, you know, like, cause you just know that great, you know, that energy and you're like, they're crazy. Yeah. And then when you hear the stories, you know, when you hear the stories about how much trash those guys like Jordan and Larry Bird talked and, and not just talking it, but they will back it up. Like, every possession 
they were backing up whatever they told you they was going to do. It was crazy. I love that. I think my favorite story is Larry Bird playing his whole game with his left hand. How about that? Right hand for the next opponent. How about that? Now, come on. I'm sorry, but the power. Hey, and, and here's the great thing about it is he wasn't athletic, couldn't jump, wasn't quick, and wasn't fast. But he bust your ass, though. He said, hold my poodle. <laughs> hold my poodle. <laughs> no. But yeah, there's so much oh, was- surrounding Little Olympics and um, obviously someone that everyone is talking about and I did not write this down, but I do think it's important that we acknowledge, I want to say mm-hmm. her name right. So, you know, the tennis, uh, I want to Google it because I don't want to say her name wrong. Who? The tennis player? Yes. Come on, Naomi Osaka? Yes. I, I All I kept hearing is Osaka. I was like, but what's her first yeah, name? Yeah. Yes. I love her and what she's doing and the power she holds. And the, the fact that she realized she has this power that she holds. I enjoy that. And I hope that she's okay, but I also love the message she's putting out and actually not being scared to do it. Cause I know a lot of people think about it, but they're not gonna do it. Cause they're like, oh, this will be taken away. This will be taken away. She's just kind of like, look, <laughs> no. <laughs> but you know what? And then the thing about it, the thing I love about it is, you know, she took the whole money thing out of it. She did. because. She, you know, when you stop, you say, okay, I'm gonna take some time off. Obviously, you ain't playing these terms, you ain't got a chance to make this money. And that's and that's from what your point is, that's what most of the people are thinking is, no, nah, I'm not gonna do this, I gotta make this money. And I mean, she she like she's young, she's got plenty of time to make money, but she ain't gonna be able to make that money if she ain't right mentally, because at some yeah. point, burnout. Some point it she's gonna burn out and break down. Um, and so, but and you know, the sad part about it when it happened is, um, if I'm not mistaken, all the other tournaments, I think, were events, um, said that they may find her or whatever if she don't play or something. I don't know yeah. the specifics, but but for them to immediately come out and, and say things like that goes to show that they 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 don't have a clue and that that it's just that money that they're thinking about. Yeah, you know, if they were smart, the first thing they would do is get on the phone with her and say, "Are you okay? How can we help you?" Yeah, yeah, like yeah, what yeah. you need to do to make it comfortable for you to come if you want to come still. Thank you. That would have been optimal because she really didn't ask for much. She just said she don't want to do press. Yeah. <laughs> like, that it, like she still wanted to play and that's what's kind of sad. It's like, hold on. She didn't say, you know what? I'll play first. And, and you know what? And and then you you have some people in the media too, or not not, not I'm not saying it's media, but people on social media in different places, how they don't get it, how they's like, you know, you're getting paid all this money, you're making all this money, you get you need to stand up there and you're supposed to talk to the media. They don't realize how old is she? What 20? Yeah, maybe? she's yeah, she's they don't realize that okay, this is a 20-year-old young lady who worked her butt off to get in that position but now there's so much coming at her it's like people people think that's easy to handle they just think because you're making all that money everything no they don't realize all the pressure the stress and everything when you're 20 years old and all this kind of stuff coming at you 
That's tough. That's why social media is a beast. Because <laughs> you think about all the platforms that people are talking to you about when you get to that level of success in right, any right. direction you go. The moment mm. you hit that success, you have all these followers. You get on Twitter, you're going to see, like, you get you're getting tagged in millions of things every day and people that look at it i know like impulsively everyone does it even if Mm -hmm. you're not trying to look at your phone you're going to look at your phone you're going to scroll you do it so it's hard to tell them like get off the internet no you get off the internet you stop being a little traitor in the comments like you know what i'm saying but yeah, people are, you know, people hide, they hide behind it, they have behind their social media and, 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 and say, and talk all this noise and, you know, and they wouldn't be able to handle none of this stuff that, that a lot of these, these athletes and people, you know, go through. No, Mm-mm. but on this note, pushing forward, we got to get to track. Because I said, we got to get to track. Okay. For the Olympics. Everybody knows we've lost one of our greatest runners. Yep. Uh, and it's also understandable as to why, like, okay, we know the rules of Olympics. But also the way people have came at her is what makes me mad because if you actually seen the story, she just found out that there was a death. Like, where's the compassion? Like, yes, it, okay, we get it. We know, we know. But where is the compassion? Again, it comes back to being who she is, being a star, and people just think that they just think that you just you're supposed to be a certain way, act a certain way. You're supposed to be able to handle everything, not make mistakes. And it, here's the, here's the thing about it: when she came out and she talked about it, she didn't say anything about you know give me a pass on this or don't. She no. came out and said. You know, I take responsibility. I know the rule, but this is how I dealt with it. Yeah. She said she didn't say, "Let me get past the rules and things like that." She just said, "This is this is what happened," and uh, you got to commend her for that. And but at the end of the day, you know, there's certain rules that are kind of outdated. And you, and one, when it comes to the marijuana and all that kind of stuff, those are outdated rules. I mean, you gotta you gotta look at that differently. I mean, not only that, let's just think about how she. Smoking lungs are not in shape lungs. No, no, she does not enhancing. <laughs> like, like that's what makes me mad. Like, I get that it's a rule, but at the same time, Olympics come on. There's so much research that shows that you can tell a heavy smoker because they really do be out like. <gasps> so she did that after smoking. Congrats. <laughs> and you know what? And you know what? The other thing is, the other thing is, is, is is legalized in the state she lives in. Which is crazy. That's why they really need to just go and do like a one for all, like everybody yes or everybody no. Because it's going to get hard for people to go from one state to another and to another. And it's like, yes, no, yes, no. No, like, I mean, it's like anything else. It's 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 going to be eventually where every place is going to be yes. Because at the end of the day, the way it's growing, um, and I'm just, you know, I'm trying just from a medical standpoint, how much it helps people. Those states of people that the longer they put it off, the more money they're gonna lose in terms of, you know, businesses and and, and things like that. You know, that could that could help people and stuff. So, because the world is shifting into like slowly, 
but it's shifting into a more um, holistic and natural state. Weirdly, I've never thought I would see the day, but the fact that I can go like five minutes around every corner and see a vegan store or like, right. you know, like we're more options than Chipotle for bowls, like poke yeah, bowls. Yeah. Like we're shifting into this like, oh. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, even, I'm even thinking about doing that vegan thing to see what it feels like. Actually, I, I thought about that too. I was like, I just want to see what a weak vegan would be like. Yeah, just to see what it feels like. Yeah, I may try it. That's interesting. I wonder how many vegan athletes there are. Because you know, like you need the carbs, you need, I bet their diet is way more intentional. Than it has to be. And no I think, um, I think, uh, I think that's what Chris Paul did because he changed, you know, he's always had all these injuries all the time. And I think he changed his whole body, his whole diet, and how he eats. And I think he, 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 you know, he did toward more toward a vegan style diet, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's what I heard. Yeah. Well, speaking of food, this is just a uh -oh. way to throw this in there. I seen a college athlete <laughs> posted with the Wendy's on campus and getting paid for that post of the Wendy's on campus, which brings us to the NIL, which is so crazy to me. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I'm gonna tell you this. Shoot, they had the NIL back when I was playing at Kentucky? Oh my gosh. Okay, let's be fair. Let's let's be fair here. This yeah. might, never mind. Oh, well, I don't care. I was like, look, I don't care what anybody says. All those big schools boosters, even without the NIL and all the rules, still did what they had to do when they need to do it. Oh, well, um, I don't know anything about all that, but <laughs> <laughs> moving, moving right along about the NIL. <laughs> Anyways, no, let's not make it seem like things still weren't being able to get done. But NIL is very powerful. It is very powerful. It is. And I'm, I'm saying it's the first thing I want to say about it is the fact that all these schools that lost, that, that got the probation, lost games, and all these athletes that's got, that, that, that got the awards taken away from all that because of something like this goes to show you how ignorant those rules were. I mean, you're taking away people's wins, awards, because you know, they made a little money on the side or whatever, trying to say one, these one guys was, uh, what, I can't remember what school, they was doing something with from a tattoo standpoint and it was making money, whatever. And they ended up, you know, and so it's ridiculous. I mean, it's, it, anybody that, that that was affected by that kind of rule back then, need, all this stuff need to be reinstated. You know what I mean? That's scary. But you know, it's you know, and it, it, what's sad about it having a rule like that? It's almost like, okay, you 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 you, and it, and it can be a major rule. And okay, then you got your um, performance enhancing drugs, right? Which really gives you advantage on the court. Yeah. With the NCAA rules, you know, when you when they, when they you know players get paid some money, whatever, and, and it's a major violation, and there ain't no dad going. And, you know, advantage when it comes to the games and stuff. You know, I think what's going to be fun is the recruiting stance now, because this changes recruiting crazy. You know how much stuff can be put on, like, my, okay, so 
I guess my thing with the recruiting process is kids don't have to come in and be like, what do you have for me anymore? Kids can come in and be like, this is what I have. This is what I know I'm going to bring to the table. I have about 50 million followers already. Like, but, but, <laughs> what do I need you for? <laughs> but but you know what, though? But they still going to have to, they still going to have to need, they still going to ask that coach, what can you do? Because now, you got this school over here, maybe a little, uh, you know, maybe a higher level school. You got this one, you know, maybe a little lower level. They're recruiting you, proving against you. This school can come to the table and say, hey, you know what? We already got these people ready to endorse you. And this school may not be able to have that because they don't have those type of connections to do it. You know what I mean? Boosters really just became... <laughs> boosters <laughs> like anybody oh. sitting on that board oh we need this top five player okay hey call nike let's see if we can get them an ad <laughs> like you know what I mean? their own shoe <laughs> did you see what the um i think it's the miami football team did you see what their whole football team guy uh -uh. this, this is this person who owns uh all these ufc um training places right so Every player on Miami's team is going to get five hundred a month to promote all promote their their their, their place their, their facilities. Every player on the Miami team is going to get five hundred a month to promote uh, these these training facilities. Think about how many people are about to just make these kids, boy. Please, all right. <laughs> Please be smart with your money because right now you're going on, like, if you do get the opportunity to be on full scholarship, think about the opportunity you have right now. You're about to be on full scholarship, not really paying for anything. On top of that, now you can use your social media. You can sell your own merch. You can have these $500 a month. Now, if you get four people to give you $500 a month on full scholarship and you leave four years of college with no money, I don't care how you feel. Like, I really don't. Isn't <laughs> I mean, right now... I mean, there's opportunity, but here, but here's the thing too, though, is a lot of these kids got to understand is that when you look at the number of athletes that's really going to be able to maximize this, this rule, it's, it's, it's very few. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of, you know, you, you, you got to be able to, you got to be able to have something for these people who want to endorse you, you know, just being a part of the team ain't going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> And so, uh, but but here's the other thing too. On, on on that note with the NIL is, a lot of these kids out here, they better start. If they want opportunity, they better start cleaning up that social that social media, that public in, image, and everything. Because they don't understand now, you know, you could be a heck of a player. You could be, uh, you know, you could be somebody on the rise. But if your social media, and your public in, image ain't good, you know, they're not gonna they're not gonna endorse you. You know what I mean? They're not. That's not going to happen. So it's. So now I think it's. 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 It actually, this rule can be a positive in that sense because now you got all these kids that want that opportunity, so they gonna be like, "Let me clean up my stuff so I can put myself in at least put myself in position." Yeah, to like have a chance. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't know. I'm. I'm just really curious to see how this goes because I mean, people are thinking it only affects college kids which mm. mainstream it does mm. but think about these little kids that have instagrams that were started where they've been sharing their skills since fifth grade and that, like 
they can get paid now. They don't have to wait. Cause you know, a lot of kids were like, dang, I got all of this and I gotta wait four more years because I wanna go and play for the NCAA. These kids in middle school, these top ranked kids that haven't even hit that point of recruiting yet, but you know they about to be big time. Yeah. They really about to be in their bag and don't, without even trying. Without even trying. They ain't Aaron, out a hole. Please don't be controlling over your kids' hard work. Social media is effort. <laughs> Yeah, I know what it is, boy. Cause man, it's, it's a lot of effort. Man, the understanding, and also don't take away the kids' kidness. Cause I, my fear is for the younger kids that aren't going to college, who still are eighteen, who still answers to their parent. That's don't make them pay rent. <laughs> That's a good point. It's just the whole, the whole, just the whole thing with it. Because obviously, when you get into the nil stuff, you know that's business. Yeah. And so now that's a great point to like don't make your put, kids pay for something they wouldn't have paid for if they didn't have the money. And and don't put your kids out there, you know, to 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 just try to use them for that standpoint. Yes, it's gonna be so scary. <laughs> like I feel like it can either be positive or really toxic, depending on the environment of yeah. that athlete. Mm-hmm. So protect your kids in more than one way. Cause like, obviously they're going to be another income in the household. Yes. But that's still technically their money, even though they're not 18. I'm just interested to see how this gets balanced. Right. Right. No, that's going to be interesting. I'd say, I'd say what else is, uh, I think it was really funny. Um, this just came out a couple of days ago. Uh, Cause you know, with the NCA, you know, they get killed every year all the time with all this. I'm ready for them to be gone. I can say that. You know, they just do much, they just do much, so much dumb stuff and fighting stuff and fighting stuff and fighting stuff. And then the only reason they passed this is because one, it was getting closer to a specific deadline in terms of it needing to be changed. And then, uh, you know, I don't know, so many states had already changed it. So now with them states already changing it, it's like either you change it or you're going to have to make a lot of athletes ineligible. So, you know, as it started happening, you would think, they, I mean, they should have did it a long time ago. But what just came out is the president of the NSA says that, you know, it's probably time to, to deregulate the NSA and let everything be handled on the, on the conference level within the conferences. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? Now is the time? You said it now because... You done lost your power. You don't have your power no more. No, that's why I'm interested. Cause I mean, I give it four to five years. I'm interested to see how the NCAA tournament, if there is a tournament, like I feel like something else is gonna happen. You know what? For years, it's even back when I was coaching, probably for probably 10, 12 years, the rumors been out there that the power five conferences were going to break off and just have their own event, have their own championships and stuff. And so, um, you know, it's interesting to see, you know, to see, just see, to see where this all goes now, uh, because the NSA's definitely lost power. I want to see, cause you know what, I'm, I'm afraid to put this idea out, but I don't feel like it's mine to create. And maybe it is, if it is, I'm manifesting. If it's not, whoever listens to this, I hope you take it and do something with it. If the NCAA does dismantle, I just want to know if there's going to be another 
somebody that creates something, but not to be a regulator, but to give the national competition, like to still be able to give an NCAA tournament where we figure out who is the number one in the nation. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to be the NCAA. You know what I'm saying? Because necessarily all we need is somebody to host a tournament. That's all you need. So whoever yep. wants to do that, let it and be. Have, you know, and just yeah, just have those same the same guidelines and rules in place in terms yeah. of how, you know certain many automatic bids, certain you know. Yeah, because I don't so, see, at large. I don't see nobody not wanting that. That brings a lot of money to the, the states. But but it's just a great event though. I mean, that's, the NCAA tournament is. I mean, I would say it's the private for me. It's the most exciting event of the year. You're talking about when we think of like sports in an overall? Yes. Overall. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You're yeah. getting games for like a month straight every day. And, and and it's that it's that, you know, anything can happen. Everybody, I don't care how good a team is, I don't care if you do Kentucky, when it comes to say tournament, once the tournament starts, you're on the same level as, as the HBCUs hey. that get into the tournament. Let's be very clear and specific. Only the men's tournament is sporadic and you really don't know. Women's, there's about five to six schools that you know every year is going to be. Yeah, there's a disparity in in the competition talent level. But the men's, I don't care what bracket you did, thought you did, thought you had. I hate doing the bracket. (laughs) I, I hate it. I hate it hey, so much. My bracket was done the first day. <laughs> I was like, uh, I put on my social media. I put on my social media. I had this fire burning. It said, rest in peace, rest in peace, brackets. They were done. Done. <laughs> There's no way. Because, like, the most, and to me, I've always loved that because you just, it doesn't matter how much you know. Like in that point, it doesn't matter if you went 25 and 0 your year. It doesn't matter if you got three top ranked players who've been dropping 40 every game. It doesn't matter if you know their stats, their skill level. The moment that first game start, not, nothing matters. Because that boy on the bench that probably only played like 10 minutes a game just right. dropped 20 on you today. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. And that that is the NCAA on the men's side in a lump sum. That person you slept on all year is now the MVP of the whole tournament. And the, and the new star, right? Yeah, it's insane. I love it, though. I love it. Crazy. Oh, and then I guess I guess you he really wants to talk about the transport portal. Yes. Oh. Been waiting on this. Damn, settle down. Wait <laughs> on this. Breathe. Yeah, so the transfer portal. Let me know how this is. Because to me, I don't know enough about it, but I do know it's a problem. You said it's a problem? Like a good and bad problem. Like good that kids can have this type of freedom, bad that it's going to be overused. Well, I'll tell you this. It's it's something that should have happened a long time ago. Um, You know, and, and there's fights back and forth in terms of, you know, letting kids, um, letting kids leave and and having a penalty, and then you got coaches that can leave, and then there's no kind of no no penalty at all, and so people, especially social media, go back and forth and you know all the stuff they talk about. But at Didn't the end of the day, from going to different schools, huh? Didn't they like ban you from going to different schools, right? Who? 
the coaches. Like when you say I want to go, like you they they used, they, they, they used to they they could they could they could yeah they could stop you from going to certain schools and then that you know that's all changed now. Um, you know, so the kids have have, have more power in terms of what they want to do, and I, I like that. I like that. Um, now the thing, the problem with the transfer portal is, and you know, there's over seventeen hundred basketball players in the portal. Ridiculous. Uh, but the problem with it is, it's 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 devalued the high school player to a certain degree, because you know pressure is on all these coaches to win now. It don't matter that you have a five year contract if you ain't winning, they're gonna fire you in two. So the pressure's on these coaches to win now. So what do you think they're gonna do? And, and a lot of coaches even come out and said it. They can go to that transfer portal first to recruit before the high school kid to get that experience somebody that's already been there and so that right there um it, it, it it's 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 not a problem but it's something that's that high school kids need to really understand and here's why i say that is there's so many kids out there that they, they're thinking i need to go d1 i gotta go d1 and they're not d1 level but they put off d2 d3 even low d1 nai or even sometimes junior colleges take that route to develop, they put them off waiting on a D1 scholarship. And so the trend with the transfer portal, it's taking up a lot of scholarships from high school players because coaches are recruiting from there. I mean, Kentucky got what? I don't, I don't know, three or four transfers already. <laughs> uh, and so it's devalued to high school players, and, and high school players need to start understanding that. The, the value of those lower, those Division II, Division III, NAI, you call the value of those scholarships that really went up. Because now if you're sitting there waiting on Division One, and you're really not Division One, and you're not entertaining those other ones, you're going to miss out. There's going to be a lot of kids that miss out on scholarships. Here's the other thing, T, is, like I said, there's 1,700 kids that have put their name in, in, the, in the portal, right? Now, I guarantee you there's probably going to be five or 600 of those kids that end up with no scholarship because they're thinking, well, I'm going to the portal, somebody else going to want me, and they're not. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it, it's going to, it, it's probably going to continue to go up over the next couple of years. Um, but the thing about, here's the thing about it, uh, about TJ, here's an important thing, important stats when it comes to transfers. I think since 2012, um 60 percent of the transfers when they transfer out of division when they transfer from division one a division one school they leave division one totally and go to a lower level school i've seen that yeah and end up having the best time of their lives too and 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 they, they, and, and, and people understand when people when people transfer schools they're not transferring to go to a winning school a winning program they transfer somewhere where they can go play and get their game off yeah and yeah, and so my my point, and I tell parents of all the time, I say, why not do it in the first place? Okay, you should never went to that Division One school. You should have just went to Division Two, just so you can say you got a Division One offer and a Division One scholarship to sit on the bench. You know, but here's the other thing too about the portal, because a lot of people say parents and and these kids are making bad decisions, like we just said about the schools they're going to. Well, they're not the only ones. If you got seventeen hundred kids in that portal. It's a whole lot of coaches making bad decisions with the kids they're bringing in that don't fit that don't fit what they're doing. Yeah, 
it does it does kind of depending on like if a coach say one coach has like five kids going to that transfer portal I, somebody needs to keep us out of that what each coach loses every year to the transfer portal because i will say well, a lot somebody somebody does it. I, there's a there's a there's a uh there's a website there's a, somebody on twitter i think i follow them i forget what it's called uh, but but they have a they have a record of every kid that's transferring where they're coming from where they're going to. That's wild. You know this devalues more than just it devalues more than just that D one scholarship. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like <laughs> it devalues rankings. Like yeah. I remember when I was playing, rankings were a huge. I think that's when that whole thing even started to be like trendy, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Because social media, blogging, um, all that's when all those things really started pumping. And like my generation, that's when all of us, it was a thing. Getting a write-up, going to the right tournaments, going to a camp just to get that write-up and seen by a writer. Like that devalues that so much now because nobody ain't going to look at that. They're going to look at that experienced player sitting in that portal, probably got like two to three years on them. Yep. It doesn't and, matter. And, and the thing about it is, you know, these, these I, you know, I try to tell parents, it's like, and here's the thing that at the beginning of the process, what the reason why we're at this point now is because a lot of these parents, they're just not educated on the recruiting process. They're not educated on what college coaches do to when they're recruiting a kid. And uh, I actually created a workshop um, to educate parents on it. And they don't understand that one, the recruiting process process goes two ways. You know, these coaches are recruiting you and evaluating not only you as a parent, not only your kid, but you as a parent too. But a lot of these parents, they're they're not doing that research to evaluate schools. You know, and they don't understand what, what it goes into and, and everything that these coaches are doing to recruit their kid. And if they get educated on it, now they can make a better decision at the end of the day to say, okay, yeah, this school is recruit me hard, but this is not a good place for my child to be. You know, they went in, they do this, but this is not a good place. But then can we got to factor in like the human aspects of us, you know, like... <laughs> how will you learn unless you do what you thought you were supposed to do? So like, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's kids that are like, oh, I want to experience this because this is this. And their parents might be like, no, you need to take this one because it's a better fit for you, but you don't want to control your kid, right? But then once they do get there and they say you were right, don't hang it over their head. <laughs> well, no, I mean, but you know what, they'll teach that's that's. No, no, I'm not. I'm not even really talking about that. I agree with you 100 on that. If if you sit down and you're educated on the process, you're educated, but your kid still wants to go to this school. No, ain't no question. Say so, okay, if that's what you want to do, we, we've done all our homework. We know. Uh, we think this might be a better fit here in terms of your style of play, the culture, not just playing time, but you got to get the culture too. You know, and that's what your kid really wants to do. Nothing wrong with that. You know why? You know why? Why? Because that's what my daughter did. (laughs) Hey, 
we, we, hey, we talked about it and, and, and we was educated on everything and I let you I let you make your decision and that's what it should be. That's what it should be. And at the end of the day. Anyways, you, look, my whole life is a transfer portal. So shout out to y'all to finally having one that maybe it'll make the process easier. But, um, but, uh, but, but you know what though, no, but seriously, you, it's, but, but that point you made is true. If, as long as my whole thing, just like with you, if we come down to it and and this place might be a better fit, but you really have your heart on going here and parents shouldn't have a problem with it as long as they're treating your kid right, treating you right. And you go there and, and kids do discover, okay, this wasn't the right fit. So, you know, you have another, another opportunity. Um, but I think I like the opportunity of them being able to go at least one time without having to sit out. Um, I think that's, I think they deserve that opportunity. I love that. Yeah. You're talking about dream teams. Cause there was a lot of times where like at UNF, it's like, dang, if we just had her stay one more year and her like right. they have to sit out a year. And I feel like on every team, it's kind of like you get these two players coming in next year, but you know, they'd fit so well with the team you have now. And it just, ah! <laughs> yep. Yep. But it's, it's going but it's going to be interesting because, you know, some coaches, and you know, I hear some coaches out there rumors saying there's, there's so much more cheating going on now because of the, when the transfer portal is now in. You can't cheat any more than, than what you were cheating before if you're cheating. And, and, Dude. But, but, oh, but, you're cheating. But, cheating. But, and like, and is active now. Talk about cheating. That's cheating. You talk about a transfer portal, this kid can get paid. You can give that kid a million dollars to go anywhere. <laughs> you know, and, and, the, and the thing about it, you know, here's the thing about it. I don't know if you knew this, but a kid doesn't have to tell the coach he's going into the portal till after he's went into it. Oh, I love that. So he don't have to go ask permission or say, hey, this is what I'm thinking. He can go in that portal and then say, hey, coach, I put my name in the portal. I'm out. Shout out to all the coaches that are still in the game. I would hate to be a coach right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this. Talking about all of this just gives me anxiety. Like there's there is a lot. <laughs> hey, there's even it's not even just it's not even just pressure to win now, coaches, but now it's pressure to make sure you got the best culture out there because if you don't, players are gonna be like, I don't like this environment. I don't like the way you do things here. I'm out. Ain't just basketball. You better have a great culture where players want to stick around. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you better have a you better have great, great, great relationships with every single one of your players. That's very true. Because it like if you don't, it could really change the the dynamic of things. Um, I'm hoping that this forces coaches to pay attention to the whole team, even the person that doesn't play a lot. Um, <laughs> cause you will need them. And also that player you put all the pressure on or the group of players you put that pressure on mm -hmm. some of them may not want that pressure. Some right. of them may want like, so now you really got to learn and know your team and communicate. Like you can't have favorites anymore. You better, you, 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 you better, can't. right. You'll lose five players instantly. Right, right. And from your point of um, knowing your players, you, you you better know their mental makeup too. You, you better know their mental makeup, you know, because uh, right now that's so important. And players are really, they're really, an exp they're, they're, they're more and more expressing that. You know what I mean? 
uh, the anxiety and stuff like that. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, here's another thing, getting back to the NIL, that could bring on more anxiety for kids because, you, you know, you get these things come at you. I'm going to say it once, I'm going to say it again. Social media is a beast. Yeah. It's good and bad. Yeah. I, like this NIL, it's a great opportunity, but if anything, it's making kids think more perfectionist. Oh, and no question, because they're trying to get to that money. Yeah. I'm scared. My child, yeah. I don't know. Never mind. That's, I'm not controlling. My child don't have any social media. Hopefully these kids, you got to pray that these kids have, a, you know, just in a good circle, have a good circle around yeah. them, of people that, that can really guide them the right way and, and, and help them, you know, help them manage it. Because it's, it's um, that's business. Scary. <laughs> yeah. Scary. Mm. All right. So we're going to take a timeout on these topics. See what I did there? Sorry. Yes. That's, I see that. You're so good. But so far, we have covered so much. We just want to take a mental break. Check in with yourself. What are you doing today? What are you doing right now? You're live on Wednesday. So it's a Wednesday you, morning. You, you talking to me? Or are you talking to our people? Well, I mean, if you want to answer, you can answer Reginald. You know what? No, I'll tell you what I, I'll tell you what I like to do now. I, I, I'm doing more and more of is reading books. What? I, 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 I love reading books. I'm reading more and more. I feel you. I see you. Hold on a second. Look, everywhere. Every, look, you can't outdo me. Look, look, wait, hold on. I got, hey. even, I got a whole stack over there. Hey, 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 you know, take notes, something, maybe we said something that it doesn't correlate, but it maybe brought up something for yourself and you're yeah. like, hey, like I need to. So timeout breaks are important in life, not in just games. Hey, it's, it's, it's real important. If you don't, if you don't take time for yourself to, to just kind of woosah and, and just, you know, get your, like, like Beast Mode said, get your mentals together uh you know life can be stressful and and uh but that's why i like i like i like my reading time um it's it's, it's relaxing um but but you gotta but you gotta take care of your mind you know like he said hopefully we said something here that can encourage you in a lot of different a lot of different areas of your life you know if not you your, your kids people you know that might need to hear this message uh but yeah yeah that's so important a nice timeout, a nice breather. I know my timeouts right now is very silly, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. My timeouts right now are literally the silliest of things. Let it be my, my spiritual realm because I like to do tarot cards and whatever. Or just turning on the TV, leaving my phone, uh -huh. my room. I won't look at my phone for about three hours. 
but right. that initial put down and then I'm like yeah. oh, I'm off the grid like I'm like nobody can mess with me and I know it's so silly but I enjoy it like I'm gonna tell you I enjoy it people if if you could if, if people just say you know I'm gonna put this phone down for four five three or four four five they would they will realize how much better they feel and you know this like I do teach when you're on social media and you're going from Instagram to Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and you're scrolling, you're taking up so much more of your mind space, you know, that attention span's getting shorter. And then you, you, you know, then you, you, it, it's hard for you really focus sometimes. And, and, you know, but when you put that phone down, three or four hours and you just get your mind on something else boy it just it feels good that's refreshing yeah. i'm thinking that i enjoy my privacy a little bit more than i thought i did like mm -hmm. i really love being in the moment now right right <laughs> and so it's like i want to share what i want to share Mm. I'm gonna still tell you the truth. Look, I'm struggling. Like I'll let y'all know in a heartbeat if teachers right. struggling. That I've always done that. But just right. more so of like if I'm in a moment, I'm in it. Mm -hmm. And I've realized that it's okay to be private. Because growing up with social media, I just felt like I've always had to be like there. <laughs> and now it's like if you need me, text me. And the thing about it. <laughs> What you said was 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 perfect. It's like because of social media, people lose that connection with themselves trying to manage that outside person. Yeah. You know what I mean? I and definitely it, lost mine. And 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 that's and, and and they don't realize that's I mean it's tough. But I got a question for you though. When you in your private meditation stuff yeah, that yeah. you do. Do you do uh, do you go like nam nam renge? Q? You are so annoying. You're so stereotypical on everything. No. Do you do you pull out your Angela Bassett? Nam nam renge Q. Actually, I'm on my Erica Badu vibes half the night, 99.9% of the time. That's Erica Badu, my girl. I love Erica Badu. She's such a vibe. Yes, yes. But, I use um, Erica Badu all day. No, I don't do that, Reggie. Oh, no, 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 I don't do that. But I do. I mean, I think spirituality is important, right? Because, like, yeah. a lot of it to me is self work. And yeah. I enjoy it. Like, I have all these books. I'm learning about myself. I'm learning about how all these other things in our lives actually have a connection and nothing yep. is really separate. We just right. decide it for fun. <laughs> Right, right. Like I'm reading. I have so many books. Oh, this is the, my one of my favorites right now. So it's called Sacred Woman, mm. and it's a guide to healing the feminine body, mind, and spirit. But it is based off of the African culture. Okay. So it's like, to me, I love learning everybody's histories and ancestries and culture, and I'm finally right. getting to like part of my roots. Right. And I've learned so much just about their beliefs and mm -hmm. during those times and like where it's at now and how much of this is not any different from Christianity and religion and how right. much like another thing people are like, she's crazy, but runes, runes are so crazy to me because it's German and it's you, when you think of runes, you think of like the Germans, mm -hmm. you think of just 
what what is it called? Why can I think of those them? I know it's German, but there's another word. Well, you know the big hulking guy, like they're big and husky. You know, can't you see them? Like Game of Thrones vibes. Like, you know those big I feel what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I've always been interested in like the meaning behind runes and what does okay. it really mean for anything? And like, is this like what what is it? Right. I'm reading this and then I'm reading my African book and then I'm reading it nothing the message is still the same no matter how it appears is what I'm trying to say so I think right now for me I've been enjoying understanding that reading all these different books and Mm -hmm. diving into that because with each and every approach I've learned something about myself that I wouldn't have learned if I stayed consistent in one area and was like, I'm going to just only focus on this. And this is all I'm going to believe for the rest of my life. Right. Like, I'm not saying you have to be like, rooms. Like, I'm not saying you have to be like, oh, this is my, like my belief, my passion, but that open-minded stuff is amazing. And that's the thing about it. People don't understand. It's like when you, when you, if you really want to grow as a person, the best thing to do is learn about all these different cultures. It doesn't mean you have to not believe in what you believe in, but it means you have a, you, you can gain a better understanding of, of just life and learn so much more and grow so much more when you adapt, not adapt, when you um, learn and understand different cultures. I love understanding or, or talking to different people from different cultures just to see how they do stuff and, what what they do and and how they see things and I love it you know I I, I love different cultures and and, and learn about uh, you know other people's cultures and how they do things I'm I'm real inquisitive that way I just I like I just like to know same I think that's why it's important that like why people say it's important to travel it's important mm. to even if it's just to another city over it's still going to be different than the city you're in mm. or even if you go to somewhere a different area in your city it's yep. still going to be different than yep. what you're in so it's just like it's in those moments that you actually get to learn more about yourself and your relationship with life yeah oh that was yeah. Neat. yeah yeah and you itching <laughs> no i'm patting myself on the back <laughs> self-compassion <laughs> But you know what though? That's like, yeah. But but you know what though? Just to just to just to tie it up into this whole episode about athletes, that's the great thing about being in athletics, is you experience so many different coaches with your teammates. And that's why athletes are so open to everything. You get to learn about your teammates whether they're from other countries, whether they're from city, other cities that, you know, backgrounds, you get to learn so much. And that's why athletes are so, so much more open to the world and open to change and open to, you know, things getting better or being better. No, absolutely. Uh, I was just talking to somebody the other day and they were like, my goal is to travel to this mountain, this or that. And I sat there and I said, I'm appreciative of what I've gotten to do. And it's all been because of a sport. I was like, mm-hmm. I can cross out probably 95% of the states in the US because of a sport that I played or you coaching. I can simply mm-hmm. say, yeah, I've been there. Even yeah. it's when I was younger and it was only for a couple, yeah, I've been there. I've yeah. seen things, I've done a lot. I've been out of country. 
um, playing and not playing. Like, it's crazy. With Kentucky, I was in Jamaica for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't even playing. Right. But I was still, like, you know, so it's just, yeah. I've been able to experience so much because of sports. And okay. I just, I'm not saying if you have kids, force them into sports, but I am saying if you have kids, help them appreciate and acknowledge where sports gets them. Because I know a lot, I would go back from like sports is a job to sports is fun in my head a lot while I was mm. growing up and playing. But right. now looking back, I'm like, that was fun. Like, yeah. <laughs> be, imagine AAU time come around. Now you, you're one from your high school team and you know, that's fun. But now you get to be with like 10 to 15 girls every day for two months. You gonna from fight, all, from cry, all over. eat, um, sit in bands for hours. Like, <laughs> it was just a cool experience. Right, right. No, it is. At a young age. Yeah, I mean, when I my first experience, uh, when I was in high school, you know, when, you know, back in the Stone Ages, um, <laughs> you know, there wasn't no, it wasn't no AAU. There was, there was a couple big tournaments in the country, and one, the biggest tournament, uh, I think it was just called a John Farrell tournament, uh, or Pharrell or something like that. But it was in Vegas, and that's where all the teams went and played. And I think we came, and that's all over the country. I think we finished second to a California team. Um, but that was my first experience of that type of situation. But then also just going to other countries. You know, we were juniors in high school. We was on the Kentucky Junior All-Star team. And we, were at, we went to Iceland. Uh, we went to London. You know, we went to Munich. All over Germany, we got to take pictures. Um, in East and West Berlin, got to go, you know, both sides of it. Checkpoint Charlie, where you had to go to East or West Berlin. Um, and it was, it was, it was a great, great experience. And back then, you know, when, when we went into, I can't remember what is which whatever, we went, went to East or West Berlin, whatever. We went in, you know, you had the, the people in the buildings, the, the military with the guns or the police with the guns, and you had these different areas like these different markers on the ground that if you go past those markers, they could shoot you. Uh, we had that experience. Um, you know, and just, and like I said, just being able to go all over Germany, just different places in Germany. You know, like I said, with the Munich, Big Ben, we had pitches. Um, but it was a great, great experience. It made appreciating, you know, this country more when we got back. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I think that's one thing that people don't understand that, in this country, um, you just have so much more freedom to, to express yourself and do things. Um, and, and you know, people take advantage of that in the wrong way a lot of times. But, you know, but, but just from having that experience, you know, it was it was great, a great, great cultural experience. We have, I mean, it's one time, this is funny. We was in Tübingen, Germany. We was walking around, you know, we had our cameras and stuff and, and everything. And, and so we sat down to eat and these little girls, came up and they were just, you know, we're Americans, they trying to figure out who we are. And, and so this, uh, this one little girl started singing the Madonna song. And so we started laughing. And so, <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, we just sit down there, you know, we'd be a goofy and silly like we are. So one of the little girls, young girls ended up stealing one of my teammates' cameras and he didn't even know it. <laughs> you just never know. 
Oh, but it was funny though. It was just, but it was just a fun time, man. And um, and it was it was just a good experience. All right, that was a good wrap up. Yeah, worldly, worldly views, athletes. You got a lot of you got a lot of good things going for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Take advantage <laughs> of it the right. right way. You may not know it right now, or may not even feel it, or if you are an ex athlete you are still an athlete. I'm learning to coexist with myself. So like, I know we like to be like I used to be, but you right. still very much are because the past and the future does not exist. Only the you know what? Future. I still, I mean, because obviously, you know, I get up, I work out, I run, yeah. day, but I still, I still feel like an athlete. I don't feel like, you know, but I still yeah, feel like I'm an athlete. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I know there's people that feel guilty about it. And then there's people that own it. And I'm in that space of like, how do I own it? in this mm. <laughs> right so right really interesting yeah um but yeah so we're gonna do a wrap up and we're gonna do a down and back so dad i'm gonna time you you got 22 seconds to share what you want listeners to take from this because oh, I, I thought you was really wanting me to run like down the hallway or something okay I think I, that'd be really funny go ahead <laughs> and just shout while you're doing it i learned <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what was the down and back? I like to call, I like I like I like how you call it down and back. So what was it again? Do what? Are you still in it? No. <laughs> down D O W. <laughs> what um? So now, okay, so tell me, explain. What are the? All right, the, so the, a down and back. Obviously, you've ran a down and back before. Um, we're doing a down and back. You got twenty-two seconds to. Share with the listeners what you want them to take from this. And oh, I'm okay. happy to hear. All right. Cool. Ready? Go. Um, listeners, I just want y'all to take uh just some, some good um how should I say this? You know, some good lessons. There's a lot of life lessons in this in this episode, um, in terms of making decisions and in, in terms of culture. Um you know, in terms of looking at life seconds. differently. Um, 22 seconds. Mm. Dang. Did you, did you get anything? You didn't, you didn't get anywhere. You know what? The pressure was on. I know you hey. look y'all. If he was running right now, he probably wouldn't have hit the line. He would have been like a second behind. Hey, I would tell you this though. I'm saying what wasn't, what wasn't fair is, you know, we usually build up to make 22 seconds. And, <laughs> I I gotta get in shape. <laughs> okay, let me get let me get my clock ready. <laughs> that running anxiety. I know this isn't like real, but like just when I think about it, I'm like <gasps> PTSD. <laughs> I'm like, uh, but you know what though? Now we, let's go and get your let's go get your dad back in. <laughs> you ready? All right. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Okay, so what I want y'all to get from this is that being an athlete is very special and like you get so many opportunities. Like think about if you work so hard, you get the Olympics. Now you got the NIL, you got the transport portal. Like you guys have a lot of things to appreciate right now, which I know me and my dad can speak on when we say we didn't have these opportunities. So all the athletes right now- Two seconds left. Please take this into consideration. 22. I like that though. I like I like that. I like this dynamite game. I like that. I like that. You've been you've been working on the outside, ain't you? You've been working on some stuff. You've been working on us. I told you that's why it's good to go into a hiatus. 
take that yes. break, get off of stuff. Cause I feel yes, like I'm more refreshed, I'm ready. I got some new things. And I, and, I, and I like you how you say that. Go hang out with some hyenas. I like that. That's what you said. <laughs> Anyways, um, we hope we hope this first um, first episode back was fruitful, and you yeah. could take something from it, or at right. least plant a seed. Um, and a, lot good, a lot of good information. Oh, a lot of good information. Yeah. And like 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 T said, I hope you took something from it. Um, you know, we're looking forward to this season and, um, you know, like we always say too, if you ever have any topics or things you want us to talk about, you know, let us know. Absolutely. Cause like, obviously last, the last season's theme was resilience. Yeah. In this season, I don't know if y'all have caught on yet. Cause I, I mean, I've started, I started and ended on some things, but <laughs> this season, <laughs> this season is basically just are you okay so there's gonna be a lot of moments within our free-flowing episodes where we're checking in with you because yeah. a lot of the times athletes we get so caught up in our schedule that nobody like are you okay becomes like a yeah i'm good okay bye like i gotta get to i got five minutes before i gotta run again like i got conditioning at 10 like we need a real check-in so roses and thorns do that with yourself write it down mm -hmm. you got timeouts take a timeout with yourself you got down and backs give yourself 22 seconds in a day to just like yo what i got to do like sit in with yourself and it's not always going to show up in this way but we are going to just have tips throughout every episode just to check in with yourself because are you okay are right. you and, and you know just to, just to piggyback on what you said you know just from being an athlete myself and coaching athletes athletes problem is challenge challenge is is challenge my bad actually good work good work athletes challenges when they wake up every single day and parents understand this when athletes when they get to college when they wake up every single day their mindset is they only thinking in the moment of the minute and their mind says let me just get to the next thing they wake up and say okay let me get to breakfast all right let me get to this class next thing let me get to this workout and that's only that their mindset thinking, let me just make it to that next thing. And so they lose sight. There's a lot of other things around them. And a lot of life skills and life that they kind of miss because the mindset is just let me make it to that next thing, like teachers talking about. So to help your athlete, your, your, your child, your athlete understand and slow down a little bit and, and, and soak in the moments a little more. Amen. Amen. That is not what. All right. Anyways, we are so happy to be back with you guys. It'll be get on the line every Wednesday. Drops in the morning by eight o'clock. Um, you know the routine. We'll be back posting on the Facebook, dropping little hints and cues and whatever you need. Yes. Um, but we's back and we is happy to be back. Yes, sir. As 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 my brother say, yes, sir. We right. always, always got to stop him. All right. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs> bye. See you on the next show. All right. Peace. <laughs>